Welcome to the English Language Institute of Singapore's podcast. I'm your host, Victoria Ong. This is the first episode in our Singapore Writing Institute series. The Singapore Writing Institute is known as SWE for short, and it is hosted by Ellis. In our SWE podcast series, we invite teacher leaders from the SWE alumni to explore questions teachers have about the teaching, learning, and assessment of writing. In today's episode, we will discuss why writing with your students is important. With me today is master teacher Rita Pillay, who is the co-chair of SWE and one of the SWE facilitators. You'll remember her from our previous episode about motivating students to write using inquiry through dialogue. Before we get to today's discussion on why writing with your students is important, Rita, in one sentence, what is SWE? Hi, everyone. In one sentence, SWE welcomes teachers into its program and gives them the gifts of time, space, and opportunities to explore the wonders of writing. We started as a pilot project called Starter Writing Institute in 2014 and were affiliated with the National Writing Project in the USA, also known as NWP. In 2016, we became an associated international site of the NWP and we've had truly amazing experiences with teachers since then. Tell me about the SWE program. Alice has been organizing SWE as a 10-day program for teachers who wish to grow as teacher writers, teachers of writing, teacher inquirers, and teacher leaders. Writing is one of the core practices teacher participants engage in at SWE. SWE offers teachers opportunities to gather, learn, and of course, write. They participate in writing groups, respond to each other's writing, give peer feedback, and experience publishing for a real audience. I understand that during SWE, teachers write and publish their work as part of their professional learning about the teaching of writing. Yes, by the end of SWE, all our teacher participants are published writers, with two pieces of their writing featured in the SWE publication, Swirl. I've read the pieces in these publications and I was impressed. Yes, more importantly though, the participants learned the process of writing by being involved in that process themselves. This helps them understand why the writing process in their classrooms needs to be recursive and with feedback provided to move the student writer forward. Before we move on to today's discussion on why writing with your students is important, let's hear from two SWE alumni whose voices you will hear threaded throughout this episode. They will begin with a reading of their pieces from Swirl. Hi, I'm Shanti Prakash, lead teacher English language in Taunan School. I've been teaching English at the primary level for more than 24 years. I was in SWE, known as the Starter Writing Institute then, in 2014, and part of the pioneering group. I'd like to begin by reading a piece I wrote during the Starter Institute. Smoldering Futility they say that to actually be cut by a thousand razors is far more humane than for the heart to fall in love with an abyss of indifference. Once the blood starts flowing, one gently descends into a state of forever oblivion, as opposed to existing with a heart ripped wide open by love unrequited. Rumour has it that the only other cure for a broken heart 
can be found deep in the forest where the flower with the mirrored face blooms. Its copper petals flourish amongst the shadows of pulped jellyfish, discarded soup ladles, and the spirit of the dark pixies. They say that the nectar from its snaking buds and fishtail leaves is as bitter as death and suffocates the nerves, even as it offers ironic deliverance to a dying, lovesick heart. I was drawn to him like a moth to a flame, only to be scorched and blistered by his blazing disinterest. The fire of his passion was reserved for another, igniting in her presence as it extinguished mine into obscurity. It was not to be. It was never to be. That was from my piece, Smoldering Futility, which I wrote during Sui. We had made a trip to the art gallery where I discovered that by using the five senses while being immersed in the exhibits around me, I was able to generate ideas for writing. I made notes about the various art pieces and sculptures, things that triggered my emotions. The writer in me then sought a quiet spot in the gallery where I selected an image that intrigued me. With no restriction of having to use writing prompts, I was free to identify a theme that I associated with that image. I silenced the inner critic in me and allowed my ideas to flow freely without much censure and continued to write, review, and revise my piece. Although the initial attempt at crafting was arduous, it was on that day itself that I experienced myself as a writer. Fully engaged in the writing process, and smoldering futility was born. It is about a one-sided, unrequited love affair, full of pain. I have never looked back since, and writing has become part of my life as a teacher. Today, giving my students choice and the space to write, and writing with them, is integral to my writing lessons. Hi, I'm Richard Cole, lead teacher English language in Crescent Girls' School. I've been in the service for more than 20 years. I signed up for SUI in 2018 because I wanted to understand how to become a more effective teacher of writers. Back then, SUI was a three-week experience which I still remember fondly today. My earliest memory of writing goes all the way back to primary school, when I would sit before my father and write composition after composition. Writing to me was tedious and unenjoyable then, as you point out all the grammatical errors that I made in my texts. However, what he did lay for me was the foundation for my journey as a writer. In secondary school, I recall using the spontaneous writing sessions to write my own storybook. Writing was purely an academic exercise for the rest of my schooling life, and I basically stopped writing once I became a teacher until I joined Sui. Since then, I see myself as a writer, a teacher of writers, and am more empathetic towards my students who are learning to write better. This is from my poem titled, Let Me Go First, which I wrote during Sui. Turning over when I wake up in the morning to see your silhouette, hearing you breathing deeply whilst you deep in sleep, smelling your scent and the shampoo in your hair, feeling your warmth, your skin, knowing you are there close to me, 
When you hold my hand, sweaty palm, our fingers entwined. When you make me laugh so hard, that's when I fear losing you. I think of horrible things happening to you. Car accidents, falls, sicknesses, cancers, expected or unexpected. And I stop processing. What's going to happen to our three children? I can't take care of them the way you do. You are a better wife than I am a husband to you. You look at me and genuinely want to know the best part of my day. Even when the day has tired us out, you dip deep into your reserves while I try to conserve. I don't deserve you. Let me go first. For the text that I just shared in my initial draft, I was exploring the theme of death. It is one of my biggest fears to lose someone close to me, and I wanted to put that into words. However, Vara, then principal master teacher, read it and said that she could not hear my voice in the text. She pointed out that I was skirting around the topic and not addressing what I feared the most. I remember that session to be an extremely difficult one, but after digging deep, I found what I wanted to say and decided to write a poem to my wife, my best friend and confidant. I wanted her to know that I would not be able to handle her death well, and hence, I'd rather go first. Mm, two very different writers indeed. Yes, you can tell from their writing that both pieces stem from the personal. And they've made very different choices regarding language use. Yes, and we can see how for both Shanti and Richard, writing is about communicating their thoughts and feelings. I'm sure you will agree with me, their voices and passion came through strongly in their pieces. Totally. Shanti spoke about the experiences she had as a teacher-writer and told us how these experiences influenced her in her teaching of writing. One epiphanic moment I had during SWE was that by immersing myself in writing, I had learned the importance of pre-writing and the value of idea generation. So, after participating in SWE, I began to consider how I could move away from practices such as having my students keep a vocabulary list of words and phrases to use or having a prescribed writing template. I now realize how limiting that can be for my students. So now in my classroom practice, pre-writing is a priority in all my writing lessons. I give my students more opportunities to experience writing about topics meaningful to them with an authentic purpose, audience, context, and culture. It's clear that her experience at SWE broadened her understanding of teaching writing. That's right. We also asked Shanti about what she has applied from her learning during SWE. During SWE, I learned about the importance of creating a safe, and private space for my students to generate and gather their thoughts, as well as express their feelings. At the beginning of every year, I make sure that all my students have a writer's notebook. Their writing is preceded by them viewing a video or listening to a song, a story, a poem, or a newspaper article to generate ideas. During these quick writes, I write with my students. Sometimes I read aloud my writing to them, and sometimes after quick writing, 
My students read their writing to each other. Because my students write from their hearts, it's their voices that I hear when I read their quick writes. Her students write from their hearts. I really like that. Yes, that's the raw energy of personal expression. Yeah. Like Shanti, what all teachers hope to nurture in their classrooms are writers with voice. For this to happen, we need to allow our students to find ideas from within themselves and in the pages of their writing notebooks. And this is aligned with teaching students the skills, learner strategies, attitudes and behaviour that the English Language Syllabus 2020 outlines. And nurture a positive disposition towards writing. Remember, we write to communicate our ideas, and this has to be the same for our students. Students should be empowered to experience the impact of the written word. For them to be passionate about writing, they need to see the same passion in their teachers. And for our teachers to feel passionate about writing, they have to engage in writing themselves. Exactly. Let's listen to what Richard has to say about writing with his students and why he finds it important to do so. Writing with my students is something I've continued to do after Sui. At first, I was inspired by my experience in Sui and hence made it a point to do so. Now, I relish such opportunities because writing becomes an avenue for me to explore my feelings and my views alongside my students. When my students do their quick writes, I too am drafting my thoughts in my writer's notebook at the same time. This is powerful, especially when I read to my students what I've written and they respond with either a round of applause, gasps of disbelief when they listen to my experiences, or with questions because they are curious and want to find out more. Writing with my students allows them to see how my writing takes shape including my struggles as I put my thoughts on paper. The words come alive and are no longer static on pieces of paper or on the computer screen. When we read out what we have written, we breathe life into them and my students enjoy writing that much more. Yes, one key idea about the teacher as writer is that you don't need to have the perfect piece to read to or show your students. If you put out that perfected piece, the one you mulled over, made revisions to, to show your class as a model piece of writing, you are showing them writing as a product, not a process. However, when we write with our students, we learn to empathize with them, give them the space to write, and in the process, respond more appropriately to their work, just as Richard and Shanti have done with their students. Yes. Giving students that space and appropriate response is important. Let's aim to be teachers who model being writers and demonstrate that writing is a recursive process, which involves making numerous decisions as one crafts a piece. Encouraging teachers to find space and time to write is challenging. Challenging, but not impossible. Let's listen to the advice Richard has to enthuse teachers who wish to write with their students. I would say... Just write. I keep a pen and a notebook in the bag which I bring to all my lessons. When the opportunity presents itself, I will just write with my students. Most of the time, I'll be writing based on the prompts given to my students, 
But sometimes I will write about my feelings or thoughts about my lessons or events that happen. While we hope to share what we write with our students and model for them, know that writing is personal and hence it doesn't have to conform to any mold. Therefore, do not worry that anyone will judge what we have written. More often than not, you are your worst critic. When students see their teachers engaged in authentic writing and writing with passion, they realize that writing is not just a practice for the exam or about meeting the criteria given rubrics. We don't want students to only write because a teacher has asked them to or because they merely want to pass an exam. No, we don't. Sadly though, when we ask our students why they write, they cite these as their reasons for writing. Which is why the following experience by Richard is so hopeful. Whenever I get my students to write something, I'll let them know that they should be prepared to read what they have written with their peers. This is empowering because students can decide what to write for their intended audience. There are two ways to make writing enjoyable for students. Firstly, there should not be a stipulated word limit. Celebrate students' writing, be it short or lengthy. Secondly, students should be given the autonomy to write. Provide prompts if scaffolds are needed, but also give students the option to write anything that might be important to them that day as well. One of my favorite quotes on writing is by Penny Kittle. She's a teacher, an author, and an advocate whose work I was introduced to during SWE, and an advocate of writing with students. She says, We teach life writing, not school writing. If we can make writing authentic and purposeful, it becomes that much more fun. Yes, we need to teach life writing, not school writing. Now that's what we're talking about. And it doesn't hurt to have more fun in the classroom. True. Rita, before we wrap up this episode, what advice will you give to teachers who want to nurture student writers by writing together with them? Firstly, write with your students. Show them how you discover ideas from listening to poems or reading short texts together. Make your thinking visible as you engage in writing yourself. Think about your practice alongside your students. Secondly, have a safe classroom environment to nurture students who are confident in expressing themselves. Thirdly, amidst your busy life, create space to write about things you care about. Barbara Kingsolver, who is an activist, novelist and poet, says, There is no perfect time to write. There's only now. So to recap, write with your students, have a safe classroom environment and create space to write. Yes, that's it. Thank you, Rita, for your insights. That brings us to the end of this episode. We'd like to express our gratitude to SWE alumni Shanti Prakash and Richard Cole for making time to contribute to this episode. For more information about our podcast, visit our website at go.gov.sg forward slash ELIS podcast. Thank you for listening. <laughs>